So what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Podcast. We are back. Got my co-host, Wally Wynn here. Wally, how's it going, bro? What up, Knowledge Boners? <laughs> I'm both Dylan Starr, and we have a very special episode today. Today, we are going to be discussing how to truly escape the 9 to 5. I know that's very important for a lot of people, especially people that want to be aspiring entrepreneurs. Have a special guest on the podcast with us today, my boy, Apostoli. And uh, he's actually my number one student, you know, from, from taking all my course material to the coaching and applying everything that I've ever taught him. Um, I mean, this kid is an absolute rock star. Stoli, how's it going, bro? I'm doing amazing, man. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast today. No, man, ab- absolutely. So, you know, Stoli, Stoli's Greek. How do, you, how do you say your last name, Stoli? <laughs> yeah, so uh, my last name is pronounced Talikas. Talikas. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, you know, tell tell everyone, first of all, like, you know, where, where you were before, like kind of tell them your story, um, how you got interested in like entrepreneurship and where you're at. Yeah. So um, it's going to be it's going to be a really good podcast right now. Um, it's kind of going to be like something where I can start now. I can like talk about this for days. But in a nutshell, um, you know, I was in college You know, right now. I'm actually 24. I'm about to be 24 on Friday. So a little bit before my birthday. And I started my journey, I really want to say, probably this summer. I graduated college in June. I graduated with a bachelor's degree in business and engineering. Besides all that, um, during college, where I really understood that I really wanted to go into like the entrepreneurial route. I wanted to create something of my own. And the reason why is this. I was actually fortunate enough throughout my college career to be working for top Fortune 100 companies. Uh, one of them, that being, is Johnson & Johnson. If you're not aware of Johnson & Johnson, they're one of the biggest medical and pharmaceutical manufacturers in the entire world. And then from there, I also pivoted into an engineering role at uh, Boeing, where I was like manufacturing helicopters on the floor. I was managing the flow, the schedules, the cost, the production, basically everything. So at a really young age, I was around 21 or 22 years old. I got to see what my potential really was, not just in a sense of a personal being, but also in a sense of a professional being, be exposed to world-class production systems, be exposed to that nine to five job that everybody fucking wanted. And I was actually fortunate enough to launch a project where I was able to basically meet the CEO of Boeing. And if anyone knows anything about Boeing, the CEO of Boeing is one of the top 10 to 20 most powerful people, not just in the country, but in the world in terms of production for aircraft, for the military. And all those contracts mean so much, not just to the American, not just to the United States, but just so much to um, so much to like the entire world from a military and security standpoint. So besides all that, at a young age, you know, I was exposed to something where I knew what my potential was and I knew that this just wasn't it. The nine to five job wasn't for me. And I knew that, you know, having coming from like an immigrant background, you know, that kind of ties into like my work ethic. You know, my father came from Greece in the in 1984. He actually was here and you know, he's been he has his own business. So I have the entrepreneurial background. You know, he's in the restaurant business. He has a lot of Greeks. So I'm not sure if anyone knows anything about Greeks on the podcast, but um they are very heavily well, my Giro's. restaurant business. <laughs> they own diners. I want my Giro's. <laughs> and um, that's something that 
I got that work ethic instilled on me at a young age. You know, I was working around eight to 10 years old in my parents' business. So mm-hmm. I always viewed entrepreneurship as like this, you know, hard work. You need to hustle. You need to sweat in the kitchen. You need to, you need to have, be very disciplined. You need to have the system in place. Yet my parents, yet my father always struggled with being financially successful, always struggled having that financial freedom. So when I was in college taking on all this fucking debt and taking on all these different co-op positions or internships, as many of you know it, it was very difficult for me to understand, like, why do people take on almost 60, 100,000, $200,000 in debt to graduate? get a job that's only going to get them between 60,000 and 70,000. So that was somewhere like in between where I thought I was just like what the fuck am I doing? So mm. now we can go more into the entrepreneurship like the entrepreneurship journey where um I was fortunate enough over the summer to actually understand what I wanted to do, but before the summer I dove into Dan Locke's course on um, high to closer and I got certified through that. I was fortunate enough to meet Dylan throughout that community and then eventually joined a closing team where he coached me. He was able to just like this simple YouTube playlist and everything just clicked, meaning just clicked. Like I knew how to not just influence people on a call, influence prospects, but really listen, really actively listen and kind of understand what their pain points are and being able to bridge a gap to add value to them. And man, Dylan, it's it's literally been history from there. Um, I've had so many successes, and um, just my entrepreneurship like journey at 24. I'm about to be 24, like I said on Friday. From literally that month, I started coaching. I'm sorry, I started like learning from Dylan. I would say like September, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a few months now. <clears throat> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it, it's just been crazy from there. Like between now with my agency and the closing. And there's just been so much and it sales is just so fucking important. And I never really realized that you're always selling yourself. You're always actually just whether it's face to face over the phone or picking up a chick at the bar. It's anything, man. You, you know, you're selling yourself. Sales is literally the oxygen to businesses. And I'm just starting to realize that, you know, now that I'm starting my entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. And that's kind of the point when, you know, to make to people like if you're really stuck in the nine to five job right? Or the nine to five world. Um, and you want freedom and you're listening to this right now. This is what I always tell people is you have to, you have to master sales. Like I know people don't want to hear that. And, 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 but, but here's the thing is people that, that hear sales, they assume that you're this, you're the slick, sly, you know, person who has all these, you know, techniques, exactly. all these almost like, almost like you're, you're um, like, almost like you're conning people. I think people hear sales as like con artists, right? And, you know, we talk about this on the podcast a lot, right? Being digital marketing, you know, everyone knows Wally does a lot of uh, lead generation and stuff. We do a lot of bots. Um, I handled the sales aspect of it. And, you know, you heard Stoli just talk about, you know, working for his agency. Um, And the reason why we do that is because, you know, profit margins, right? Agency has really, really good profit margins. So um, I, I want to kind of un- unveil like kind of what, what, what happened here with Stoli because not only is he not stuck in a nine to five, um, but Stoli actually just closed a freaking client and, and I, it took him about a week <laughs> for $20,000 yeah. a month. <laughs> let, me, let me say that again. Let that kind of sink in for me. 
which is, you know, absolutely insane. Um, so. Hey, hey, hold on, Dylan, Dylan, can you repeat yeah, what you, you just said just for a second? Your phone cut out. Your, your phone cut out. Yeah, so, so $20,000 per month with pure profit margin, which is absolutely insane, you know, because Solis going to be handling the workload. Um, so it, it's there. And, and, but I think people just, they have a, they have this fear that, that, okay, well, well, how do you do that? You know, how, how do you go about that? So before we get into that and say how it's possible, how to go out and, and sell any type of service, right? You were already doing, you were already doing sales and closing before yep. you met me, right? So yep. what was different? What was the click from, from what you were doing and, and kind of your mentality on doing sales to what I told you, because you know I want people to understand about leverage and 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 so absolutely right. So why don't you tell them what what's what's different? What was the click after you met me? So what was really different? I mean, like we met through the HTC community. I'm not sure who everyone that's listening right now what they know about the HTC community, but it's really understanding sales from a perspective of adding value, actively listening, being able to take them to a place whether it's very painful for them, whether it's business pain. Whether it's personal pain, when you find those pain points and you're able to take those objections from them, those bullshit excuses, and literally turn around in their face and you're bringing them the clarity. Whether you have confidence on the call, whether you have conviction, you bring them that fucking clarity. And for me, what was really different, rather than just learning the skill from somebody like Dan Locke that many of you probably do know on this podcast that you guys are listening when I sat down with Dylan, really went through his trainings, what I really thought was different was just the, the tonality. I believe that the tonality and handling the objections was something that when Dylan was able to do that just through videos, I'm talking about like, I, it wasn't a fucking course. It was like four to five videos, right? I went through that and it, what really clicked is just that me and Dylan do have some sort of the same personality, which is a, a little bit of a benefit. But besides that, it's just that Dylan, like, man, you, you were just super fucking clear. It's like, here's what they say. Here's what you say back. Here's what they're doing. Here's what you say back. Here's the Tai Chi, right? You're playing with this objection handling, and then you just redirect them. So as I started going through, I'm like, wow, this is really fucking good. Second video, third video, fourth video. I realized that I was wasting time. I want to say, guys, like anywhere between 30, 40 to 50 minutes on a call, my time on calls went from 45 to basically 25 to 30 minutes. Immediately, the reason, number one reason why, other than everything I just mentioned, was the motherfucking intro. And from the intro, we started to use leverage and who you're leveraging because if there is no leverage on the call, you are most likely going to fucking fail and fall straight on your face. And you're going to be playing this catch-up game. And that was something that was happening to me every single fucking call. While I was playing this catch-up game, I wasn't able to pre-frame the call right. I wasn't able to ask those really deep questions that matter. And even if I was asking the right questions, I was like, what the hell is happening here? Why am I not closing them? I'm asking all these questions from a course that I learned. I invested so much money in this. I'm like, I don't get it. Why is this skill that I've learned and I've sharpened my axe, why is it not working? So what I would say in a nutshell that made it fucking different, man, was the leverage piece. The leverage piece, the tonality, and those redirects that you would get in a B2B situation or B2C situation, man.
Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's a good point. And, and, and let's kind of pause there for a second. Cause a lot of people, maybe they're listening to this right now. Um, you know, how many, I mean, I, I know I have, Wally has, you know, solely, but I'm going to know out of all the listeners now, how many of us have ever invested a lot of time and a lot of money into courses, right? Courses on, um, you know, how to make money doing X, Y, Z, how to make money doing that. Like how do you learn this skill and, and never got results, right? It's it's a common it's a common it's a common trend, and and the problem is is because that people don't get results is it's great that you have all these skills, but if you don't know how to sell, right? If you don't you're know how to use leverage, <laughs> yeah, you're you're fucked. you're fucked. You have nothing. Like that that that's the key, but but the key here is is exactly that leverage and social proof. So Stoli, you know, wanted to do his own agency, right? He 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 had a little bit of the knowledge and Facebook ads and. And, and didn't know what to do. So I literally told him, like, dude, it's so simple. You, you, you find social proof. You leverage the social proof. You be honest with the prospect. And if you do that, show, show them that you can get them results and, you know, put, give them on a, get them on a trial. Then you'll, 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 close, you'll close the deal. And then Sully's like, oh, shit, okay, that makes sense. He, he, he goes, talks to his orthodontist. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then did ex- literally to a T exactly. I mean, the dude's super coachable. Um, everything I told him to a T goes into it. He's like, oh, dude, I just closed him on $20,000 a month. What the fuck? I'm like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 so, so it, it, it's just funny because it, it works. So could be overwhelming. Maybe people are listening to this right now, right? And then their lower self are kicking in, right? They're thinking, okay, that's great. You know, obviously, this guy has a background in Boeing. He's been in the corporate world. He's worked for Johnson & Johnson. Maybe he's had sales experience. He's been part of the HTC community. How the hell does this knowledge benefit me when he has all these skills? Exactly. But the thing that I want people to understand that are listening to this right now is as long as you can provide fucking social proof, mm. you can sell anything to anyone, right, any service. And, and the cool thing about it is, and this is what I teach people is, now what's, what do you think the next thing is going through their mind right now, Stoli, when I just said that? If you can, if you can provide social proof. Hmm. How do I do that? Yeah, exactly. How do, how do I do that? And, and Wally, you know, Wally's gotten really good at this too and, and helping me like leverage stuff out. And uh, I, I might, might have Wally kind of chime in here. But, you know, so, so Wally, if, if you're brand new, you, you want to find a service, maybe you don't have any skills and you find somebody that has skills, right? Where can people find social proof and how can they strategically leverage it? So I want this to be valuable to everyone listening in and, and, and know because this is exactly what Soli did. But I want you to chime in because, you, you know, you're, you're knowledgeable in this and doing research. What's the- yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a couple of different ways, dude. I mean, obviously, like, with, and I mean... I have to ask you permission to give away your gold nugget. <laughs> uh, I have to ask you. I have to ask permission for that. But if if I wasn't gonna reveal that, by the way, then I, the other way is you know look literally people nowadays you can literally Google the niche that you want that you that you want to work in and Facebook ads or whatever service you're trying to provide and I can hundred percent guarantee you that there is a blog yeah. written on it <laughs> that you can go read that you can go read. Go read the fucking blog, okay? And then when you read the blog, you will know what they did, what exactly they did, their strategy, 
And of course, you won't necessarily know 100% how to execute if you have no skills yet, right? So like somebody that's just starting in Facebook ads or just starting in the agency business, like when they look at somebody's case study in a blog, it's going to blow their freaking mind. They're going to be like, oh my God, like, why do they think of that? Why do they do all this? But after you gain some experience and you've worked in the industry for a little bit, then when you read somebody's case study, you're like, oh, okay, well, I see what they did and I can, I can see how to adapt that in my business plan and in my pitch, right? So literally, you can go look at this case study and be like, oh, okay, well, this, this, this company did this result with Facebook ads, right? Mm. So, hey, this, it's like, hey, look, like, like I might necessarily, look, I, I know that, that I'm new, like, especially if this is your first client, you can say, look, I know that I'm new and I may not be able to get this result 100%, but look, they've proven that this is possible. So, I'm working on this skill set and I'm going to try to get you that. Is that okay? So give him the gold. Go ahead. Give him the gold nugget. I don't, I don't mind. I want this to be valuable to everyone listening in. Okay. Give him the gold. Give him the gold. <laughs> Let's hear it, Wally. Listen, I want, yeah. when people listen to this, I want zero fucking excuses. Like, because this is so goddamn doable for anybody who is like a brand new beginner that, that think that you just have to have yeah. all these sales skills and you don't. You just need fucking social proof. Like, guys, when you go, when you go to order shit, online what the fuck do people do they look at reviews because reviews is fucking social proof that's all people yes. care about they just yep. want the damn social proof so give them the gold nugget um so guys if you're doing a facebook ads agency um there's a literally if they have something on facebook it's called facebook success stories and guess what it is it's literally people all, all businesses of all different niches that are using facebook ads to grow their business and you have a freaking waterfall of case studies yep. that you can use and leverage in conversations for any niche that you want, any niche, doesn't matter. So if you don't have a, a result of your own yet and you're just starting your agency, you can literally point to any one of these case studies and you know, look, like this is what they did. And it even tells me how they, like the strategy, even tells you what exactly they did. It doesn't give you like the copy and doesn't tell you like, like the intricacies of targeting and that kind of stuff, right? But it gives you a good starting point and that you can literally say, look, you know, I'm working on this skill set and this case study gives me the exact process on how to do it in the right direction. So literally like you can leverage anything you want off of Facebook success stories. If you're running a Facebook ads agency, that's just one example. And the reason I even bring it up is just because Facebook ad agency is so freaking hot. Mm -hmm. It's so freaking hot for the last like couple of years now, everybody's doing Facebook ads agency. So, so if you can't get a client, uh, Facebook success stories, leverage that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go into, so let's go into the next part, right? Like, because, you know, uh, uh, I know people have this fear factor in their head, okay? And it's, you know, well, what have I already done? What have I accomplished? What if they ask me about what results I've already shown and stuff, okay? So I'm going I'm to tell you the next step, guys. The first step is you find social proof. And then the next step, which exactly what I told Stoli, which he did, is be honest. Yeah. You don't have to act like a fucking expert. So Stoli, when you went to your orthodontist, did you just flat out tell him that you're just getting up and running, you're just getting started, and you want to produce some yeah, results? Yeah, so before, before I even dive into that, you know, I, I just want to mention something really quick and piggyback off of Wally, what Wally just said. Because someone that's listening to this right now either had this huge fucking aha moment or is saying, well, I can't do that. And, well, I, I, can't, I can't pay $97 to get ClickFunnels. And, well... Like, uh, how am I even supposed to do this? And it's not just a lack of resources. It's the fucking lack of resourcefulness. And I believe Tony Robbins said that. And actually, since we returned from HSS, by the way, anyone that's listening, all three of us were at the High Status Summit together. And the amount of fucking light bulbs that were going off 
between all the speakers like Bedros, who gave a who gave a great fucking example. And just a quick story here where he had someone who was a you know a entrepreneur or an entrepreneur that wanted to go on this journey. And they said, Well, I can't I I I don't know how to get a website host. He goes, A Weber. Well, I don't know. I, I I don't have a camera. Use your iPhone. Well, well, I don't know how am I supposed to do um, you know, email sequence. There's MailChimp. There's all these free fucking resources at your fingertips. Exactly what Wally just said. Fucking Facebook. The damn platform mm-hmm. gives you social proof for any niche you want to go into. It's there for free. Absolutely for free. And you might be saying, well, why the fuck did I know that? Because no one values anything that's for free. And using something that's free for leverage, what else do you want from the internet? You know, and it's Google. Everything's right there. You go to a damn blog, you show your orthodontist. So in my case, in my case, I walked up to my orthodontist who fortunately, you know, I was able to get braces at a young age with the other two my other two siblings in my family. So all three of us had, had braces. So I literally sat there to myself and I said, who can I go to that sells a high ticket product, a high ticket item, someone that's educated and I can leverage within my network. And I knew that my orthodontist had three practices, actually four. I actually figured this out yesterday. He has a fourth practice. And how was I able to really convince him or people would say, sell him on this idea of that Facebook is going to bring in these magical leads that, you know, they're going to be ready to buy and give him consultations. I was just fucking brutally honest, brutally honest. And I went in there not as a marketer, not as this guru, not as a fucking expert, but I went there as a friend. I went there to add value to his business and to speak to him with absolute clarity to why, here's the whole moral of the fucking story, he's spending $12,000 a month on TV and radio. And I was able to ask him, like, so what, 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 what kind of results are you seeing? And he's caught under this this fucking epidemic that is happening throughout the entire industry. And it's not just orthodontists. It's not just, you know, the, the medical field. It's fucking everybody. Because not that many people know about Facebook ads because they just went into an industry. The second he got done with his, with his um, residency, opened up different practices, he walks in. What was the first question that he said to himself? He goes, what the fuck is everyone else doing right now? Oh, they're paying 10K for a TV and radio. Let me just do that. Been in the fucking business for 14 years. Has had the same marketing guy. Now, let me ask you, how do you even measure your target market? How do you even know who's responding back to you? How do you even know who, who your fucking ideal client is? He just looked at me. Because he's just as confused as the TV and radio people. Because they can't even give him an answer. And they're not even giving him results. So I yeah, that's the crazy thing, right? It, 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 that's the biggest pitch. That's the biggest pitch. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I had to agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're <laughs> fine, Wally. It's just that with with something like this, it, it, it's it's not just orthodontists, it's not just dentists, it's everybody in business, and it's 
my duty, at least I believe, it's my fucking mission to wake up every morning and try and help as many people that are suffering, that are fucking victims to this because they don't know. Because they're literally scratching their head and saying, I'm spending $12,000 and so is everybody else. What's wrong? And this is something that's serious. Because spending 12K a month, do the math on how much that is a year, and there's no ROI. He generates, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about his business, because I know there's some people right now like, Stoli gets the fucking chase. What's the process? What's the numbers? I'm getting there. But you need to understand the mindset of going into this, because if you don't understand the mindset, you're not going to understand the strategies. You're not going to be able to have the tactics to be able to execute it properly. Because the mindset you go into is, how the fuck am I going to add value? You got to look at the bigger picture. You have to understand it as an authority, as an expert in the industry. And when you use leverage on that and you understand the entire situation of the industry, the entire situation of the business world in general, that's where you transcend. And when you come up authentic with the honesty, they're not going to say no. But if you go in there like, um, yeah, so like I learned from this guy and, uh, um, uh, and you come up uncertain, what are they going to say? Fuck no. They're going to keep spending 12K a month because they know that's mm-hmm. the safe route and I've been doing it for 14 years. And, you know, how are you going to able to present something that's brutally honest and you know his pain points because the entire industry is being thrown off by Smile Direct Club? Don't know what small direct. No, I totally, I totally, I agree with you, Stoli. No, I don't. Actually, I don't explain that. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> so, what, what small direct club? right now, within the orthodontist niche or uh, within the dentist niche, a lot of orthodontists are losing a lot of business because right now, small direct club is actually their geniuses because they scaled on Facebook ads. And the whole entire orthodontist, um, actually, believe it or not, the Dentist Association, the American Dentist Association of New Jersey, which is where his business is based out of, they're suing Smile Direct Club because Smile Direct Club wow. is a straight to con- straight to customer service where you go on their website, you order their package, meaning that sends it straight to your fucking door within two or three days. You press on a mold, mm-hmm. you bite down on it, you send it to them, and then they send you aligners, like Invisalign, basically. They send you aligners every month uh, for half the damn price. That's sick. And it's disrupting. By the way, guys, I, I just I want to interrupt Stoli just for a second here just because I want to point out something really, really important, okay? Do you, you see how far, how deep Stoli knows his target market? I was just about we're to say about, that. We're talking about, we're talking about orthodontists just, here, okay? I was just about to how, say that. <laughs> you see how, like, but you see how in-depth, how far he like understood his market? So, so think about when you know that level of detail about your market, how easy is the conversation with, with any orthodontist? Super easy. Yep. Because I'm going to say this one quote, and this is directly from your mentor while you probably even know what I'm about to say. And whoever's listening, <laughs> write this quote down, please. And it goes like this. If you can explain somebody else's situation better than they can, they already assume you have the solution to their problem. That's the end all be all here. Because if you know their situation, if you know their industry, and my orthodontist has been in business for 14 years, and I was able to explain to him the current market situation, what his competitors are doing, what's happening right now with market disruptors, what's happening right now within the marketing industry, 
He's like, yeah, run the fucking trial. I want to see results. And that 20K close, that's not just Facebook ads. I'm also doing consulting on the side too. But it's about adding value. What did I start this conversation with? Honesty and adding value. Because if you go in there as a salesman and, oh, here are the features and benefits. And here's what Facebook is doing. And here's, no, 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 no. Let's slow down a little bit. What are you doing right now with your current marketing budget? What results are you seeing? You know, what would you be happy and, with seeing? And one, one thing is some people don't even want to grow. Like some people go in there and they, and they start pitching. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'll grow your shit. I'll do all this stuff. And they're like, and then like, oh, well, I don't even want to grow my practice. I'm comfortable, yeah. right? You can't sell something. That, you can't sell anything to somebody who's comfortable. But you wouldn't have known that unless you asked the right exactly. questions, right? So, no, so you're, you're right on the head, mm -hmm. dude. Absolutely. I agree. And I just want to give one golden yeah, exactly. nugget. I know I'm talking a lot here. I want to add a shit ton of value right. to everybody. Um, I want to teach you guys other than, you know, leverage is a huge fucking factor in this. And, you know, Dylan's all about that. And I'm all about it. Also, I want to give away one of my top golden nuggets for closing for an agency. So if you guys want to write this down real quick. Um, okay. So before you do, before you do, because some people that may be tuning into this right now, right? I don't know if anyone has had any light bulbs going off. It's kind of what, what Stilly talked about earlier. When we were all at HSS, right? High Status Summit 2019. We all had light bulbs going off. We all had these aha moments, right? That's what this podcast is all about. Wally, what is an aha moment fucking called? Knowledge boner. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> that, is, that is why this podcast is called the Knowledge Boner Podcast. We are all about the light bulb aha fucking moments so right now you know I, i'm sure a lot of light bulbs have been going off some people's jaws have probably you know jaws have been dropping and shit and and for every person that that has happened to you had a knowledge boner yeah that's what it's all about and then here still is about to give you guys another knowledge boner so if you are listening in right now and you are ready for this this awesome fucking <laughs> erection moment that's about to be an explosion in your fucking pants from all the knowledge bombs he is dropping take out a pen and piece of paper Listen to the gold nugget he's about to give and apply it because this dude has a client that's paying him $20,000 a month. Zero. First client ever he's gotten for his agency. Yep. So Stoli, hit him with the knowledge bomb. So make sure you have your pen and paper, pencil and paper, just like Dylan said. That's the first thing. <laughs> you, <laughs> and you tissues. And your tissues. Because this is, um, this is the way I got the $20,000 close. I didn't give him a price. He names the price. And with every client, they are supposed to name the price because this is the first step. And I was getting into it before, you know, Wally and, uh, and Dylan wanted to jump in real quick and talk about the aha moment, which was great. So here it is. When you sit down with your client, you build the rapport, you come in leading with value, and you're viewed as the industry expert, the authority, where you know so much about a situation – you just go, okay, you know what? Let's just cut to the chase. Let's just bottom line this. What would you be happy with? Or would you be happy with blank? Or would you be happy with 10 consultations? Write that down. And then obviously, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would be happy with 10 consultations. Let's say he says that, right? So I ask. You know, what kind of results would you be happy with with something like this? And he goes, 10 consultations a month. Okay, great. So let me ask you this now. 
how good of a closer are you? Ooh. Everyone's like, wait, where is this going? <laughs> so I asked Martha Donis, I go, honestly, Dr. Dr. X, how good of a closer are you? And then he goes, what do you mean? I go, so let's say I bring you these 10 consultations. They come into your door. They've booked on the calendar. They called the appointment center and say, hey, I want to book a consultation. I see the offer on the website. I want to come into the office. I go, if I bring you 10, how many are you going to close? Now, my orthodontist, he, he's kind of badass, so he had like a big spreadsheet. He's like, oh, I'm going to show you right now. He's kind of a numbers-driven guy. So if you know anything about gems, he's an emerald. So I'm not sure if anyone knows about gems. But anyways, besides the fact of that, he has a 75% closing rate. Let that sink in. 10 consultations, 75% will close. So either seven to eight consultations, he will close to make sure they're going to get treatment for their teeth. Now, he is already generating from referrals and doesn't even know how the fuck he's generating around seven consultations a month. So if I can bring him seven consultations a month, and he, I'm sorry, 10 consultations a month, he closes seven. What am I doing to his business? I'm fucking doubling it. I'm doubling it. So yeah. let's recap real quick, right? I asked him, would you, what would you be happy with? What results would you be happy with? After that, I asked him how good of a closer he is. And here's the third part to tie it all up. I say, okay, so if you were to close 75% of those 10 consultations, let's say seven of them become patients. How much money is that going to bring into you? And then if he says, you know, um, seven patients, okay, they're going to be closed at, you know, $4,000 average price after, um, after overhead. So if we do the math here, seven patients enroll. I brought him 10 consultations. He closed around 75%. Let's be conservative here. He closed 75%. So seven times, let's say 4000 he usually charges on five thousand. Let's say four thousand. We'll shave off a thousand for overhead, taxes, and shit like that. That's an extra twenty-eight thousand dollars a month. And everyone's like, "Wait, Stoli, what? Twenty thousand dollars a month? Why are you charging him twenty? Aha! He has three locations. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh." <laughs> So let that sink in, guys, because that close is not saying, here are the future and benefits. Here's what Facebook's going to do. Here's what's going to do. He's going to say, how much does it cost? $5,000. He's say, fuck, no, I'm not going to do that. There's no value in it. And that's why, why it was a lot of, a lot of people, too. People include in their mind, what yep. are they going to be happy with? What their closing ratio is? Here's how much you're going to bring in. How much is that worth to you? They own their price. Three locations, yep. 20K. I'm also doing a little bit of, you know, website um, plugins for Google Maps and stuff like that. So he gets more organic reach. So I'm also leading with more free value. I'm not even charging him for that. By the way, I, I met with him yesterday. Yeah, so what's the value? Right, over delivering, yep. letting them justify yep. it themselves. 
right? Because all these other people may be listening to doing digital marketing. They're all, before they even get started, I hear this shit all the time, and so does Wally. People are already asking, well, how do I set up my packages? What kind of services do I offer? You know, how do I, you know, how do I get my packages and how do I do proposals? And then I'm just sitting here like, why the fuck are you guys worried about packages and proposals? Like if you have somebody and they're making X amount of money and you can provide them a service and X amount of value, why don't you just price it off of the fucking value you're giving them? Right. So let me also add this gold <laughs> too, right? So how do you guys think I walked into the meeting? What the fuck did I walk into the meeting with? People are like, oh yeah, PowerPoint, yeah. this fucking stellar presentation. <laughs> You are so wrong because what I walked in there with is I have my laptop. So after I close them, I can get access to this Facebook ad account and it's Facebook and become a page admin. Great. All I had was a pen and paper. Because when you sit there and you draw out, you know, okay, 10 new clients, an arrow, 75%, seven, seven consultations, seven consultations, closed you do all the math in front of them what is he looking at what is he going to remember is he going to remember slide number two three four five six he doesn't give a fuck about the slides he doesn't give a fuck what he cares about obviously is what's going to make him happy how he's going to generate business but when you draw it out here's another it's, it's another golden nugget from jason capital god damn it <laughs> when you draw out you map that out for them they will remember the picture more than a slide. And guys, don't get me wrong. I love PowerPoint. I think PowerPoints are very clean when you're doing Zoom presentations and stuff like that. But when it comes to face-to-face and you're dealing with somebody that is quote-unquote old school and you get to draw them out a picture, they will remember that because they see your hand in motion. It's something that's that's being created in the moment. And they're going to have that mental picture ingrained more than a PowerPoint slide. Yeah, I fucking love it, Soli, dude. That, that's that's freaking dope. No, and it's funny that yeah, you pointed out like actually using a notepad. I always use a notepad, <laughs> but I never actually realized. It, right? I never, I, ne- I never realized that I always had a notepad with me whenever I go see a client. And I always like pull it out and I'm drawing stuff and I'm like, okay, like do this. Like this is what it maps out looks like, dude. I, dude, you're right. You're it totally works, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and that's just um, people tend to overcomplicate shit like this because, you know. I won't lie. When I went through my first course, and I was like, oh, my God, where do I start? I was fucking overwhelmed. And I started learning. You know, what? I, another thing, things, too, like, it's so straightforward. You know? Yep. Another thing, too, about Soli, like, and I think it's really interesting. And this podcast can go forever because I, I just appreciate, like, seeing people's success. But one thing that I, I want to point out, another, another thing. And I have to point out because I have to make sure every, like this, this episode, people should listen to this one over and over and over again. Okay. But one thing to point out too is, is totally, totally talking about dealing with old school business people. Okay. <laughs> and for most people out there and all these, all these, like all the people that teach you how to do Facebook ads agencies to go prospect and all that stuff, they want you to go after these old school people because they're the ones that have freaking money. Okay. It's not the people that just started business a year or two ago. It's the people that have been in business for 10, 15, 20 years and you just have to figure out a way to get, a pe- get to get your piece. But you have to remember that they are old school. You have to come at them old school in the beginning. You bring the old school to them, and then you give them the new school. And they're like, oh, my God, I love you. Right? Yes. Yes. I remember you couldn't be more right on that. And you said it right because you got to bring them to old school and then take them to the new school. You have to speak 
their language. And even if you have to dumb it down a little bit, you have to speak their language. I can't stress that enough. Because when you have rapport build up, and when my doctor, at least, like my client, he loves speaking in, in stories. So when he told me a story, what did I do? Why did I do back? Oh, yeah, that's funny. That reminds me. And then I went to another story. So just think about like a person-to-person basis. And what did I start off with? I went in there not as a salesman, not as a marketer, not as an expert. I went in there as a friend. I went in yep. there as an authority on top of it. But I knew just as much. I have no idea what kind of braces. I have no idea what the fuck he has on his process from a sales perspective. I know what's happening in the industry at the fucking moment and what he needs to do to get more clients or more patients into his business. I have one last thing to share with you guys, and that is how to get a unicorn client like this. But before I do that, Dylan, Wally, do you guys have anything else you guys want to add on top of this? Because I know I've been speaking a fuck ton right now. And there's a lot that's probably going through a lot. Of yeah, I just want to... I- I just want to, I want to touch just based on the key points here that, so, so far listening in, right. You know, we lever, lever social proof is very non-threatening, right. Whenever he went, you just gave value to the prospect, which is what you're supposed to do. You're very upfront and honest. People think that you have to be a know-it-all. You just tell them like, Hey, I'm brand new. I'm learning this, whatever it is. Uh, Even if you don't have a client, you can show them results and say, Hey, I I believe I can get you these type of results because this is what they did to achieve these results. And it's non-threatening for the prospect because if you're offering the show them results and prove yourself first, what does the prospect have to lose? Yep. Zero. They have everything to gain and nothing to lose. So before we go to the final gold nugget, I know some people here are listening, right? What if I don't have skills for an agency? Or what if, you know, what if how, how can I apply sales? Whatever the skill is, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Let's say you're working at now that you you fucking hate you're just like i'm just so sick of this shit and i, I love this scenario let's say you have an uh, uh an uncle or maybe you have a friend maybe you have a friend that works with you at the job that is like a cpa and does like you know accounting and shit right and all of a sudden you know like you know what i really want to master this social proof thing i want to master this fucking skill and i want to make some extra money so i can get out of this piece of shit job right and you don't you don't have any skills whatsoever in that you can go to your buddy and say hey dude question if I sell some people, like, you know how to do all the CPA stuff on, on, on the side, right? Uh, you know, curious. If I sold people on $2,000 a month on, on helping them out as a CPA, you know, would you split it 50-50 with me? You know, you get $1,000, I get $1,000, I'll bring all the prospects, I'll, I'll get all the clients, you just handle the CPA work. Does that fair? And let's say they agree to it. <clears throat> now, the next step is you just do research and you find out, okay, how much money or what's a really good testimonial you can find online that somebody has gotten that they saved from having a CPA compared to not having a CPA, right? Let's say you find it. They say what they did. Let's say there's some kind of special law or some kind of special loophole that we used. You go to your damn CPA say, look, why were they able to get this person so much results? What did they do as a CPA to be able to save this guy X amount of money? The guy tells you. Can you do that? Hell yeah. All he did was X, Y, Z. Fucking awesome. Now you get to leverage that. Go to people who are having that same pain point. Like, hey, look, brand new. We just started our own 
um, our, our own um, service of, of helping out CPAs, right? Check out the result. You're having this problem, check this out. Show them the fucking case study. Now, be like, look, the reason why this person got through the results is because they did X, Y, Z. And you know what? I want to just to prove to you, because we're brand new, that we can do this. We'd love to handle this for free. And after we handle it for free, why don't you pay us what you think it's worth? Non-threatening, value, right? Anyone can do that. Your CPA knows what the fuck you're doing, and you show those results. Then you land them as a client. Guess what phase two is? And this is where it gets awesome. Guess what Stoli gets to do for phase two of social proof? Because people make this shit so complicated. Stoli can pull out his goddamn cell phone. He can go to the orthodontist after he makes him super happy getting him his fucking seven clients and doubles his business. Now this orthodontist gets to look at the cell phone and says, before meeting Stoli, I had this problem. <laughs> I was wasting $12,000 a month fucking radio and all this stuff getting no results for the past couple of years. I was, my entire business was based off of referrals. Stoli comes in, not only, not only produces results, but doubles my business, shows me how my money is, is getting value Made me significantly more money. Highly recommend working with Stoli because I was sick and tired of wasting and blowing money. Now, if Stoli goes to another orthodontist, walks in, says, look, man, I know exactly what your problem is. My orthodontist had the same problem. Watch this. <laughs> Stoli doesn't have to sell shit. The orthodontist does all the fucking work in the social for him. That's what I want people to understand here. And guess what that's called? Once you get social proof, it's next level all shit. Fucking social proof, ladies and gentlemen. Because social proof, you can look at anybody from any industry. You can go to Amazon, like fucking Dylan said. Google, restaurant reviews. You can go, for example, our buddies were just in 10X. Is that 10X in Miami. Russell Brunson brings on five people, five success stories. Mm, that's social proof. That's social proof. Yep. Because without social proof, so it, you have a hard time selling. And that's why I'm honest. You can talk about how you can talk about how awesome you are all day. I don't care how good you you think you are. You can try selling yourself. But the moment somebody else says the words about how awesome you are from somebody else, it's hundred times yeah. more effective. So, with that being said, I just wanted to give that tip to everybody listening who are who are, are automatically thinking, "I don't have any skills in digital marketing. I don't know if that's what I want to do. I hate my job." I want people to realize that they can find any type of service to sell, even if they don't have the skill. There's zero excuses. Just apply everything that we just said. Use social proof. So that being said, Stoli, what was the last tip? In the yes. yes. Unicorn. Let's get to the chase here because I think we're like almost like 45 minutes, 50 minutes here, man. I, I love this. I mean, we can go until three hours if I wanted to. But um, I, I'm hoping all these light bulbs are going off. And, you know, just to wrap this up. I know everyone's asking, well, Stoli, how did you even get this client? Or how do you find clients like this? Because that is always one of the biggest problems with a lot of these courses, with a lot of the things that you're investing money with. You're like, I learned this skill, but how am I going to get these clients? Very simply put. So before I go ahead and share the golden nugget, um, make sure you have, you know, stretch out a little bit, stand up, uh, drink some water, you know, shake it out. I don't know. Just, just get a little... Just loosen up a little bit because, you know, there's a lot of knowledge right here, especially if you're newer, if you're a little bit more intermediate or advanced. This shit is going to help you on any different level because I know there's a lot of things that are being shared here. Make sure just take a deep breath. 
and listen up. So how do you get that perfect client? Or I call it the unicorn client, right? A special, unique client that's going to listen to everything that you have to tell him, that's going to give you the resources within their practice, their business, their, their point person for the websites, their person to give you access to their Facebook. How are you going to find that client that is actually already established, that has a problem like mine, that was spending 12K, now he wanted to give me 12K up front, but now he's like, I'm going to give you 20K if you can double my business. So with that being said, Finding the unicorn client. Number one. First thing, and it's so fucking simple. Leverage your network. So I said in the beginning, how did I find orthodontist? He was my fucking orthodontist. How am I about to go into my dentist? He was my fucking dentist. How am I supposed to find out anybody else? I get referrals from social proof, right? So the first thing is leverage your network. Ask your family members. If your family members own a small business, you know how many people probably come in to their business that are doctors? I mean, I'm a little bit more fortunate, right? I mean, my parents are, or I have a lot of family members that own restaurants, like um, whether it's fine dining, whether it's a diner. There's a lot of people that come into the restaurant that are doctors. A lot of people that come in for Sunday, Sunday dinner that are a little bit more higher level people. And I'm fortunate enough to have a network like that. Now, you might be saying, I don't know anybody. Yes, you fucking do. At one point or another, you were brought to a dentist by your parents. You were brought to an orthodontist. Hopefully, you were brought to any type of different doctor. And then from there, you can go to that doctor and say, hey, you know what? You know, you went to medical school or you did this and this. Who is a cool dentist or doctor I can do this for? And then you do your due diligence and you look at their website. Is this look like somebody I want to do business with? You look at their Facebook. You see if they're running ads. You have all, you're gaining all this knowledge and trying to find a really good picture of how advanced they are. Do they have a call now button on Facebook? Is their website seem brand new? Does they, do they have the system on the back end to be able to handle all these consultations. So number one, right? Leverage your network. Go to family members. Some of us have family members that are already doctors. Like I said, I'm fortunate enough that my parents have a small business. They have a big network. And a lot of Greeks, <laughs> a lot of Greeks are doctors too. So my problem, and eventually this is going to be your problem, it's not finding clients it's finding the right client it's finding the right client because i live in philadelphia and i google orthodontist philadelphia there's gonna be fucking 30 orthodontists but who's gonna be that one guy that one doctor that i know i'm gonna walk in there he's gonna have a smile on his face and he's gonna say apostoli oh my god seven fucking consultations man how much do you want you just know my business how much do you want Name the fucking price. That's the magic of this. Because I went in there as a friend. I went in there as an authority knowing more about his business than he does. He already assumes I have the solution. He knows I have the proof with results now. He knows that I am going to be someone he knows, likes, and trusts. Because I built that. I have the skill have the results 
because I leveraged my network. Initially, I found the right key people. Now I'm looking for who's the best client. Because if I'm not working with the best, then what the fuck is the whole point of being in business? I'm not going to some rinky-dink fucking dentist that I know he... He has an office in some sort of a house. You know, the fucking sign's falling apart. I'm going to run him Facebook ads. No, 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 no. You got to look for those right clients. You got to leverage your network. When you leverage your network, guys, it's, it's super simple. Because don't, I, I don't even want to hear any bullshit excuse. Because there's so many of you right now that are like, oh, man, how am I going to do this? You know, what's the process? Leverage your fucking network. Call your uncle. That Even if you haven't fucking spoken to your uncle for 20 years. Hey, uncle, how's everything going? I just started my own agency. What are some doctors that you have? I did this with my cousin. I don't really speak with my cousin. I picked up the phone, had a great conversation towards them. Like, you know, I, I'm so happy that you're doing well. And I just started my business. And I know that you were, den- you were a hygienist for like 10 years. She stopped doing it. I'm like, you know, who are top five people that you know? And she goes, here's someone that was one of the biggest distributors in Invisalign in the county. Here's someone that was my orthodontist. Here's someone that owns a Medispa. Here's someone that does this. Here's someone that does that. And I'm not worried about giving them a call. I'm worried about which one's going to be the right fit for me. Not if I'm the right fit for them. Think about the positioning there, right? So number one would be yep. leverage your network. Number two, do not be afraid to pick up the motherfucking phone and call the gatekeeper and frame it the right way to get to the decision maker. Now, this does take some selling skill. This does take some fucking confidence. But I know there was somebody who picked up the phone 20 fucking five times, almost stopped at 25, and guess what number 26 was? Guess what number 26 was? His first motherfucking client. That person now is making 50K a month. Because he could have stopped at 24. He could have stopped at 16. He could have stopped at 3. He kept going. And now he's at 50K a month. So let this really sink in, right? Leverage your network to get the right unicorn client. Do your research on making sure that that client's going to be a good fit for your services. Someone that you want to work with. So when someone says, oh, yeah, who's your client? You pull up their fucking website. You pull up their Facebook like, yo, he's the real fucking deal. And last but not least, don't fucking hesitate to pick up the phone, smile and fucking dial, talk to the gatekeeper, and leverage a little bit of what you're doing. You know, like, hey, I I just want to send you some clients for free. Are you even able to contain another three to five consultations a week? Who the hell is going to say no to free con- Who's going to say no to free patients, guys? They'll be like, yes. Yeah, sure. And then we're basically going to say, okay, who do I need to talk to make this happen? All right, let me talk to Dr. XYZ. And be like, okay, you think I can come in tomorrow during lunch? Boom. You walk in tomorrow during lunch, and what do you do? Everything I explained in this whole fucking podcast everything that explained and you might be saying well how do you do for ortho- how do you do it for a tax guy how do you do it for this guy how do you do it for that guy it's the same fucking close make sure you do your research be the industry expert come in as a friend be with value leverage your network yeah. and that uh, that's basically it guys i mean I, I don't know how much more i have to say you know 20k close to 20k close but everything i just taught you everything that i was just being 
being thankful, you know, 20K to be on this fucking podcast for man. It's it's a lot of value. Not even okay, man. Twenty k per month. That's no, you know that that's a big deal, and it's a lot. Of, it should people listening? That should be a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and you know, and and if they're like, I don't know how to do the work. Yeah, how hard is it if you master the skill using social proof? How hard is it to find somebody else who can? Everybody knows how to do Facebook ads in today's generation, right? How hard is it to go to somebody and be like, hey, bro. I can, if I can get us some clients, you want to you wanna handle the Facebook ads and get them some results? I'll, I'll handle all the front end, I'll, I'll close, and I'll, I'll get the money rolling in, right? That's like a dream come true for most people. So when you master the skill of selling, right, I like to call it selling without being a salesman. Yes. Because you're not being slot. You're providing value. So before you even go to them, how, what's their pain? How am I going to provide this person value? Not walking into the business looking at them like a fucking dollar sign. Walking into the business like a friend there to fucking help them. You do that. It's so crazy how the, the, the shift in your mind kicks in and everything becomes different. Because you're not looking at dollar signs. You're looking strictly at helping and giving value. And you master that. You master sales, guys. And you're listening to this. You become fucking valuable to everyone. Yep. Anyone and everyone. Because I can tell you right now, me, Wally, Stoli, I can go into any fucking industry. Any fucking industry that I don't know shit about, I can do my research, find somebody that has a skill, and I can sell and close more than those motherfuckers can, and they're the ones doing the work. All three of us can by applying the system. It's very simple. It's all about social proof. So first of all, Stoli, man, dude, huge gold nuggets, huge knowledge, boner bombs, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, for me, me and Wally, Wally, do you have anything to end off with this? Do you have anything you'd like to say? You've been kind of quiet. Oh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I just appreciate that, you know, like, like Stoli's freaking beast, dude. I mean, you, you, you got it down pat. And I think, um, and I, the, my only comment is, you know, Stoli kind of mentioned right there about, about niches. Yeah. Niches is not a fucking excuse. I hate it whenever people oh message me gosh, right now and they're so like, many excuses, what, right? what, 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 what niche are you in? Oh, well maybe it's whatever. No, fuck you guys. First off. And then two, <laughs> and by the way, any, anybody that like listens to my, that, that, that listens to this today, and decides that they want to ask me what niche I am. I- I'm in. I'm in like six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm in like six. But that, but I'm not hindered by that. It doesn't. It doesn't stop me from selling stuff, right? I chose to do that. But a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll be like, oh, well, maybe this niche isn't profitable. That's bullshit. Or maybe this niche isn't whatever. No, no, you you just it's can't not, fucking sell. Like you just can't sell. That's it. Like you know, just just to piggyback on that, <laughs> when people say you know what niche is profitable, what is that scream? I'm like, dude, neediness. They want the money more than anything. They don't want to add value. They're not leveraging the network, yep. and yep. they're not even an yep. entrepreneur. You know what you yep. are? You are yep. a fucking entrepreneur if you're asking that, because you don't even know yep. where the fuck you're at. Yep. And you are way behind and your mind's not your mindset's not even there. Because if you're asking, you know, what profitable niche is happening and you take everything I just told you, you're gonna fall flat on your face. And another thing I can't I say, say, let me tell you something. How many hold on real quick, real quick. How many how many times have you guys ever seen online, right? I see this shit all the time, whether it's an ad, uh, a landing page or something, and so it's saying download the top the 2018 or 2019 top 20 profitable niches that's bullshit right right everyone 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 sells like oh you, you know you're not having success because you don't know the top profitable. let me give them to you download this today let me give you the top profitable niches These motherfuckers download and guess what they make no money because it doesn't matter you motherfuckers can't sell anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not the niche <laughs> 
It's not the fucking ish. There's probably somebody who like, oh my god, I am that asshole that downloaded that, and I'm still broke <laughs> because you can't fucking sell. Like, this is it. <laughs> you can't leverage anything. You don't have social proof. You don't fucking leverage your network. This is why you're still sitting there, and you're like, Stoli was working for these big companies. Why is he doing this? Why? Why did I leave this? Why did I leave a job with a 401k? Why did I leave a job that was going to give me pension? Why did I leave a job that, you know, my immigrant parents were like, yes, you got a nine to five job. You're the first one in the family to get a degree. Go ahead, do it. Because I know I wasn't going to be financially free. I know I was going to have a ceiling. I know that I have over six figures in student debt. And yes, I fucking do. I'm going to be straight up honest about that. And I know what my potential was. So I risked everything. I risked everything. I took a shit ton of criticism from my parents. I took a shit ton of criticism from my immigrant background, from my uncles to aunts who were like, are you kidding me? You know, your parents sacrificed so much and you were in school for four years. You're not using a degree. I totally get and it. Then I <laughs> That's me too, man. Me say, too. <laughs> okay, great. That's awesome. You know, with all this awesome advice, you know, like, where are you at in your life? And they just look at me like shocked. Like, don't take advice from broke fucking people because these people are just as broke or even more broke than like some people in my family. Why am I going to take advice from you if I just went to high status summit and people literally told me the complete fucking opposite? Multi-millionaires, billionaires, Dan fucking Pena screaming at our faces, calling us all these different fucking names, right? Literal opposite. Like, literally the opposite. <laughs> literally the exact opposite. Don't take risks. You know, you're going to lose your money. But think about the environment they grew up in, right? They didn't have the internet. The only thing they had was they had two options. It's either you a white-collar worker where you were fortunate enough to have parents to send you to college, or you were a laborer. And I come from a family who was laborers, who were hard workers. And this ties back into my identity because I want to share this with you guys because if there's anyone listening right now that has that immigrant background, I know Wally, right? You know, you have that. You have the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the pressure from your parents. And honestly, if I knew what I knew now before college, I would have never gone to college. Never. But do I appreciate the experience? You know, I did have an awesome opportunity to work for two awesome companies. Got to meet the CEO. Got to present a couple of cool projects. But that's how I realized my potential. Because I knew that a 9 to 5 job is not something that's performance based. It's based on structure. It's based on what your boss thinks about you. It's based on, on so much other bullshit. But when you come in here into a business like this and you provide results, and the better the results, the bigger the paycheck, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? So if you're struggling with getting clients, if you're struggling with getting your agency off the ground, if you're struggling with even understanding, you know, what do I want to do as an entrepreneur or what profitable niche? God damn it. Don't fucking think about the niches. Think about how are you going to leverage something? How are you going to go back to what exactly what Dylan was talking about? And the number one theme of the podcast is fucking social proof. Facebook has it. Everything is there. It's not the lack of resources. It's being resourceful. It's the lack of your resourcefulness. So the more resourceful you are with this, the more successful you're going to be. 
the more successful you can be with selling, the more successful you're going to be with connecting with people, the influence. It's all there, guys. It's a blue fucking ocean. It really is a blue ocean. And I can't stress it more enough. Boom. That's it. That's a good way to good way to kick it off. And for those that are listening in, guys, you know, this is, you know, that, uh, you know Stoli's been killing it. Um, you know, definitely my top student, but uh, I, I've taught this to other people recently, uh, people I'm coaching with, and within three weeks, I had three people land clients who have no idea at $1,000 a month, which once I saw that and I showed these people and I saw that it worked, you know, it kind of had an epiphany for me as well. So absolutely insane knowing that it worked comes to from, you know, average people who have no sales background whatsoever. So social proof, it works, guys. If you want to learn more about how to use social proof, um, how to find social proof, how to do the research, how to position yourself to be able to leverage it in the correct way, go to socialproofacademy.com. Uh, check it out. I go over all the details and stuff there. You can find all the information at socialproofacademy.com. Dolly, man, thank you guys so much. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for sharing your story, giving these awesome gold nuggets, everyone. Absolutely, man. Yeah, just real quick. Um, thank you guys because this was awesome. I got to um, drop those knowledge bomb boners, those knowledge boner bombs, how you called it before. Um, really cool to be doing this, guys. And I, at the end of the day, what the, I want the one golden nugget out of all of this, guys, just take fucking action. Everyone that's listening, just take fucking action. Just make a decision. Because all those decisions that you've been thinking about, thinking about, just fucking do it. Just do it, and the results are going to come. Uh, thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Wally. So much more to talk about that you know we covered in this, in this 60 minutes, basically. Um, I hope everyone got value out of this. Yeah. So, How can people follow you, Stoli, if anyone wants to follow you online? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So um, yeah, you guys can um, you guys can follow me online. I'll provide something maybe in um, in the link or something below. I have no idea how the the podcast really works. Yeah, but... sign off your Instagram. Your Instagram handle. Oh, what yeah. is it, so Stoli? My Instagram What's your handle Instagram? is a Salikas. So it's my first initial last name. Um, so it'd be a t s i l i k a s. If you want to follow my business. It's Quantum Advertising Co. Co. That is my Instagram handle. I'm actually going to be posting my results, my specific results from my clients so far. This 20k unicorn client, and you guys can also follow me on Facebook as well. Again, it's the same thing. My first and last name, or you guys can follow my business. I highly recommend you follow the business because that's where you can get a lot of knowledge from, and you also get another knowledge boner outside of this podcast <laughs> awesome man so yeah everyone definitely check Stoli out follow him on instagram uh as always guys you can follow me at dylan star s-t-a-r-r that's dylan d-y-l-a-n official so dylan star official on instagram check out the instagram stories i'm gonna be sharing a lot more of these success stories from people going through the social proof academy so you can see the results of all my students and coaching students and to see that social proof absolutely works you can follow Wally at Wally underscore the robot, who's always showing insane behind the scenes of building bots, doing email copy. This dude is a beast at copy for anything that sells. So definitely check Wally out. Wally, you still showing behind the scenes on Instagram, bud? Oh, oh hell yeah. Uh, you know, I show, you know, anytime I help somebody, if I give my, my advice out, then uh, I show that, you know, I show little tips. I show... Um, pretty much the back end of me, just me working in general. Um, and then, you know, starting this week and kind of going into the, the future, I'm going to be doing a lot more, uh, interactive type stuff on Instagram. I'm actually going to coach you up. 
So if you want to learn some copy, go check me out and I will teach you some copy. Yep. And I'll leave you with this, guys. If you want to learn more about copy, if you are interested in getting into digital marketing and you just don't know anything about this round when it comes to getting leads, when it comes to closing deal or doing sales, check out our Facebook group. It's completely free. It's called Leads Closing Sales. Literally go to the Facebook search bar, type in Leads Closing Sales. We should be ranked number one. It's a free Facebook group. Check it out and join. Wally's going to be teaching you guys a lot of stuff on how to get leads, how to do copy, and then guess what you get to do after that. You can go apply that to other businesses, use skills that we just gave you on social proof. So now there is literally zero excuses on why you are stuck in your nine to five fucking job. You just have to do what Sully said and take fucking action. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will catch you guys on the next Knowledge Boner episode.